Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Call to Be Free Academy podcast. I'm your host, April Amright. Today, we have a special guest with us, CEO and founder of Faith Works Empowered, author of the book, Don't Give Up, Acknowledging the Struggle, Celebrating the Resilience, a powerful woman of God, and my dear friend, Miss Faith Y. Span. Welcome to the show, Faith. It's so good to have you. Well, hello, everyone. I'm excited to be here. Um, I, um, thank you so much, April, um, for this opportunity. I love talking about this book, Don't Give Up, Acknowledging the Struggle, Celebrating Resilience. Mm-hmm. I love motivating and encouraging people to keep going, right. uh, even when things get a little interesting. And so um, thank you for having me here. <laughs> oh, well, so, so glad to have you. I know that so many times in life we can run into struggles and things and feel like it's it's the end and we don't know what to do and this you know, this whole concept of having resilience, even in that struggle and continuing to press on, I think is so needed today. So thank you for sharing with us. Um, Could we start maybe by you just telling us a little bit about what it is that you do? Absolutely. So as a creative, I love that word. I have a couple of things that I do. First, I am the CEO and founder of FaithWorks Empowered and FaithWorks Women Empowered, Inc. And that is where we just create a space and a community and resources, workshops, coaching, a curriculum for women. And FaithWorks Empowered is actually, you know, men actually to come on. Um, and be encouraged and to be motivated mm-hmm. and also to become unstuck. That's right. one of the things that does happen when people go through various traumatic events and, and suffer loss in different areas. And right. so we have uh, this platform that is definitely um, growing and being built out. There is coaching, a coaching group called uh, Coaching with Friends oh, that good. breaks women out of isolation and also allows them to see that there are other people um, who are going through things that are very similar so they don't mm-hmm. have to suffer in silence. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's so important to know you're not alone in it. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I think that is one of the toughest things for people of right. uh, believing that. I need to isolate when something happens. For instance, you know, if there is a breakup, a marriage um, that doesn't go the way uh, that both parties wanted it to and there's separation and divorce, it's very easy for someone who may have had friends and family who saw them in a different light to right. be able to say, listen, the truth is mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. some conflict here and we are deciding to make a a wise decision to probably separate, uh, try to figure it out without all of the other things. And so, yes, we have that. I'm also uh, the founder of Message to the Wounded, which Mm -hmm. is a music publishing company where I get to write, you know, I love writing songs about Mm -hmm. the circumstances that I have um, encountered. And so music for me, most definitely was a form, I would say, of therapy. And so I use those songs, those those broken moments, or even the moments of celebration to to share, to sing, to worship God, and actually to minister to others through that. Right. Praise God for that. And you have an amazing voice. I've heard some of your some of your singing. So amazing. Thank you so much for that. Thank you. (laughs) 
Yeah. So um, tell us a little bit about this book. What's the inspiration behind it? Would you be willing to share a little bit about that? Oh, absolutely. So, you know, oftentimes I I am a woman of faith and, you know, God is our father. And there are times when I feel the Lord saying to me, I need you to share, share your testimony, share your gift. And, you know, I felt back in 2018 that I needed to write a book. Now, the funny part was I was working on another book that is going to be coming out pretty soon. And (laughs) Listen, as an author, I got a little upset with one of the characters. Oh, no. (laughs) I did. I did. I did. I got upset with Sonny Baker. And you will find out why when you get the book. (laughs) And so I said, oh, I just need to put this to the side. Right. I was really Mm -hmm. in the moment and capturing uh, what this character was doing. And so I put it to the side and then felt to write, don't give up. And in that book, I was led to share parts of my life, parts of my story, uh, but to do it in a way that I was told it was an allegory. So it was part, Mm -hmm. you know, natural part of storytelling at the same Mm -hmm. time. Yeah. And wrote that to let people know, listen, this is my life. These are the things that I've experienced that God has taken me through. So don't you give up when it becomes difficult. He is able to take you through these difficult seasons. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. So I know that your favorite chapter in that book and one of the <laughs> one of the chapters that you actually use to teach um, some curriculum is the chapter Butterfly Wings. Could you tell us a little bit about the impact that that chapter has had on your ministry with others and your life in general? I read it. It's amazing. It's such a, a good comparison to the struggle that we go through, you know, oh, when we're yeah. when we feel just trapped in something and and the pain and the struggle that we have to break through to be able to not give up and to step into that better that God has for us. Yeah, you actually just captured it. You really did. That's exactly what uh, Butterfly Wings is about. And Mm -hmm. the inspiration that that story, I mean, even the way that that it was written, you know, I'm like, this is definitely God inspired. Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love it. And, And, you know, April, When I've read it, because sometimes I will go on Facebook um, live or, Mm -hmm. you know, I need to do it more on Instagram and I will just read from that chapter. Um, There was a time where people were just in the comments like, oh, my gosh, that caterpillar is me. There were tears, (laughs) you know, but the wonderful thing about it was that that caterpillar starts off in one place. And we think about a caterpillar, you Mm -hmm. know, on the ground. And as children, you know, they would take the caterpillar and put it up on a stick and shake it off. And it's just like that, like, ew. And it it wasn't that butterfly. It wasn't celebrated in that caterpillar state. As a matter of fact, it was disregarded Mm -hmm. and oftentimes looked at as less than and disgusting and yucky. And so... It's, it's like an interview with that caterpillar that says, I'm not yucky. I'm not ugly. My maker made me this way. Right. And it goes through that difficult season, right, um, right. getting away finally from the torment of those people who couldn't understand its worth mm-hmm. and who couldn't see that this was only part of its story, exactly. that there was another part, right, to the right, process. Right. That's and what we all have, you come know? Come on. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So we all have that. And then it goes into that chrysalis. And so I don't know about you, but I could equate that to the time in my life where I was going through that difficult season of not of being misunderstood, understood, right. I'm sorry, or of not being um, celebrated and going mm -hmm. into that period of isolation, which is what we were talking about. Right, right. And so, so with that, go ahead, talk to me. No, no, go ahead. You you keep going. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> in, in that, you know, I get so excited about <laughs> so it's in there and this is the thing that we realize because oftentimes when we isolate and we put up walls mm -hmm. we do it oftentimes to protect ourselves right 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 but sooner right. or later while we're in there with the blinds closed maybe the covers over our head right. because we feel like we can't take anymore we discover yay at first we're happy thank goodness none of those people can get in here i'm so glad mm -hmm. yeah. right yeah. and but then we find out wait a minute but i feel like i'm stuck in here right this and space I feel so trapped Come on. Yeah, yeah you feel trapped and it alone and afraid and just like nobody yes. understands nobody hears me nobody sees me and we know that's not true the scriptures yes. Elroy God the God who sees you know I'm that's but we right. do we that's do right. we self-isolate because we're so afraid of getting hurt again oh, and we think that's yeah. the only way to stop it that's the only way to protect when in all reality that is the opposite of what God wants us to do it is the opposite, you know, and it's a tough space to be in for many, right? right. right? I was just thinking about that this morning and I was, um, and I'll go back a little bit towards when we get to the crescendo, which is like what I like to say, but I was thinking about how sometimes authors, people who need to write their stories don't want to do it mm -hmm. and they don't want to do it because of how it may be perceived right. by some Right. Any and, kind of creative outlet, anything that you put yeah. out there where your heart's put in it is scary to put out. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we have to, you know what I would, what I would tell people, um, write it anyway, right? right? Write it, put it in a journal because we need, need to, to have a out. space. We have to get it out. And sometimes yeah. we're not heard. Right. We're, we're, you know, kind of cut off from being able to share the pain that we've experienced. Mm -hmm. And so I say, write it anyway. It may never get published, but then again, it may. Right. And so that season of isolation, um, that caterpillar finally discovers, like, I'm in here. I, you know, no one can get in. I can't get out. But during those most difficult moments of a caterpillar's life, where it's in that chrysalis, and it actually starts to become broken down matter, matter to the point of death. Literally, right. mm -hmm. it has to be made over. I'm thinking about being born again, where, you know, the Lord is like, you must be born again of the water and of the spirit. There has to be a severing of the old man. There has right. to be a dying of what we want, you know, in our lives that God is saying that is not for you. I'm trying to give you a new day. And so the caterpillar is there in that moment. The maker is the only one that is allowed in there with this caterpillar. And right. the maker, right. which is God, is mm -hmm. saying, breathe live and right. so sometimes he will speak to us in those moments of isolation mm -hmm. where we feel like we're going to die where we feel like no one cares like it doesn't matter anymore and where some people even decide they want to take their own life but right. they are not alone Mm -hmm. That God is there right. and he does give new beginnings. We yes, find that with the butterfly, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's amazing. So it gets to that point where, you know, it, it's, it finds out that something happened through that difficult process. It gained wings. It gained a new name. And I love to say before that, you know, sometimes we look at our lives and we say, gosh, I'm a failure. And a failure is a noun. It's not a person. But right. we look at ourselves. I'm, I'm, a, I'm the same label mom. ourselves. Labels. Mm-hmm. Labels. Mm-hmm. You but did a it, chapter kind of on that as well. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Deliberate <laughs> titles, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 That there are deliberate titles that people put on us and we put on ourselves. Exactly. Those are titles that God didn't give us, though. Right. And it's something we start to adopt and live by. That's something that I teach in in my coaching is that, you know, when we when we create beliefs about ourselves or others and what we can do, we start to live by it. And that controls our life instead of really seeing ourselves through through who God says we are and identifying with that identity in Christ. Yes. We lose ourselves to these concepts or these ideas of what people have said or what we've adopted about ourselves and thought. And it's yeah. so self-destructive. It is. It's it's very self-destructive. And I, you know, that scripture that says, um, love your neighbor as yourself. I think right. there's a lot of hatred um, in the world because there are so many people and it, it's not to bring shame, but it is the reality that there's so many areas where people have not been healed. Right. Where things right that have happened in childhood that we have to give ourselves permission to be able to say, you know what, I don't want to live with this pain. Trauma is me. Yeah, that's not even me anymore. You know, that's not even the same person that I am today. You know, being able to recognize that is such a powerful life changing thing. It is. It is. And knowing that it's okay to release that, though, as well. Mm-hmm. because sometimes mm-hmm. life will say, oh, this is just you. Oh, this is how your family is. This is how, mm-hmm. you know, you will always be. And right. we know that that's not true because if exactly. it's not adding to us and it's tearing us down, that is not the will of the father. for our Exactly. Life. It's not of God. Exactly. Yeah, not yeah. at all. Not at yeah. all. We can still have peace in the midst of the storm. Right. Yeah. 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 So what part did faith in God play in helping you through your difficult times? It was everything. And it still is. Right. <laughs> it still so is. So much so for me as well. Oh, my gosh. It, it's, I know that if I did not have faith um, in God or even those the times in my life where I wasn't serving God yet, mm-hmm. but that I was on his heart and on right. his mind. He was um, calling you. Yeah. He was calling me. He was calling you were me. predestined. Yeah. 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 To, to be delivered. I mean, yeah. yeah. So, so faith played a huge part because when I didn't have anyone to talk to, um, just because of being, you know, controlled and I'll say it. And, and I was going through um, manipulation at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't hold it against the person. I realize that there is an enemy who is behind right. um, people, you know, yeah. and he can use whoever he wants to, if we're not exactly. operating in the mm-hmm. spirit. Well, and we wrestle against, you know, principalities and powers, not flesh. Yes. So, yeah. It's not, it's not. Yeah. And so that was our own flesh thing. sometimes. But <laughs> yeah. 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 Like flesh, right. Flesh and blood. But that's huge, right. To be able right. to, to separate it. And so faith in God actually taught me that I didn't have to rely on my own strength when (laughs) I felt, yes, all broken down, whatever, that I could take those moments. And, And there was a time, you know, sometimes we do become disappointed with God. Right. And so I want to put that out there because I know that there are people, I'm sure, in the sound of my voice, yes, Mm -hmm. who are kind of like, well, 
God, why did you allow this to happen? But the truth is that we are in a very imperfect world. Yeah, we're in a fallen world. It's a fallen world. Mm -hmm. And I think about Job, how the enemy went before him and say, hey, the only reason why he loves you is because you're you're blessing him. And you're making it perfect. Mm -hmm. Mm Yeah. You know, you guys, children are blessed. He's blessed. You know, (laughs) he's rich. Take that stuff away from him, right? And so when those things happened and I really literally lost almost everything, um, it was it was God and right. it was turning to God at another point in my life. You know, the other was the death of my mom where it was very difficult and, and being able to say, Lord, I'm upset, I'm angry. You right. know, I didn't want it to be this way. And how did this happen to myself? You know, I had that, how did I get here moment? Right, right. And being able to say, Lord, I'm coming clean. This is how I feel. I need your help. There's no way I'm going to make it through this if, if you don't help me. And thank God he did. But he didn't just help me through it. He also let me know, you didn't just go through that for yourself. I'm giving right. you some wisdom. Mm-hmm. Right. To be mm-hmm. able to help someone else. Other people. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And, you know, I think that so many, so many times when we get a little angry with God or we start to question that we, we kind of um, close him off. We, mm-hmm. we stop speaking to him and really all he wants us to do, even if we yell at him yeah. is God, why, you know, why is this? Happening? He just wants us yeah. to come to him because he can console us in that. And I think Very that's true. such a big thing because we tend to push him away when things like that happen and we start to question, we start to feel like maybe he's not really on our side or maybe he's not really for us, which we know in our, in our head isn't true. We know in our hearts, but it's still in those challenges sometimes can really come up and, and make us feel like, you know, there's so many times in the bottle, in the Bible where God didn't see me, didn't hear me, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and you know, the whole time he was there. Yeah. 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 That's like David, you know, I was, um, I was thinking about when a particular time when I was um, doing chaplaincy, um, you know, as a chaplain, one mm-hmm. of the questions that I would even invite the audience to to ask or to ponder or to have self-reflection time with mm-hmm. is where do I see God in the midst of my suffering? Right. And so when we were going to patients, you know, I had to do rounds sometimes and I would ask certain patients, where did I see God? There were so many different answers. And so some people saw, you know, oh, God is punishing me. And others would say, oh, he's purifying me. Others, oh, he's taking me through the fire. I think sometimes we really need to stop and think about why do I feel the way that I do right now? Right. About what is happening. Why am I, am I blaming God? Am I blaming myself? Mm -hmm. Am I believing that I'm not good enough? Um, Am I believing that God is angry with me? Do I, what do I really believe? And so sometimes I want to say, you know, yesterday um, was Father's Day. Well, Sunday, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, the recording will come when it does, but it was Father's Day. And so for me, my relationship with God earlier on was based on the fact that I never got to know my father. Right. And so there are times and it wasn't his fault. You know, he was, um, his life was taken when I was a little girl and didn't get to meet him. But um, sometimes we have to take those things, how we feel and open up the word of God, which is powerful. 
mm-hmm. and which is mighty and mm-hmm. see what the father is actually saying about us, about his exactly. love for us. Yeah. And that oftentimes will help us to navigate through those tough moments, mm-hmm. you know, and to see that when I thought about this one day, uh, because, you know, I, I was a caregiver and I was just like, Lord, this is tough. Right. And it was almost like, you know, God will have conversations with you if we oh, listen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yes, I, I've, I've experienced that. I watched my son suffer. I watched my son die, you know? Um, And so the grief that God was letting me know was was the grief that he experienced, was the grief that I felt, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, that he wasn't. He knew, yes, 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 Mm -hmm. yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Well, and he was with you the whole time. And, you know, he was in it the whole time. He never left your side. Even looking back at things in our past, we can go back if we if we take the time to, we can look back at those memories and say, wow, God was all over that situation. And I didn't oh, yeah. even see it. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, that reminds me of when I used to um, take my daughter to daycare or to um, school. And I would, you know, give her a kiss. Mommy loves you. She was so little. I'm the one who was almost wanting to break down. Oh my gosh, I'm leaving her with these strangers, you know. But what I would do is I would go outside the door. I would close it. And I would stand at the glass watching her. Uh (laughs) Watching her. Now, she thought I left the building. Exactly. But I was still there watching her. And I I feel like that's God with us sometimes. When we go through those difficult moments, just like footprints on the sand. And, right. you know, we, we ask God, where were you when there was only one step fo- um, footprints, okay. one set? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where were you? Why did you leave me? We automatically believed or that person in that story automatically believed right. that it was their footsteps and that God exactly. left. But that's when he said, no, I, I didn't leave you. I was literally, those I are was my carrying you. Yeah. I was carrying you. Right. Yeah. So how many yeah. times has God carried us? And through exactly. those moments when we were like, I'm not going to make it through this. And yet we're here. Exactly. Yeah, we, exactly. Right? We're right? still, we're still kicking. Yeah. <laughs> you know, take a lick and keep on ticking. That just, that, that Duracell battery. We keep on ticking. And I was thinking about the word resilient today mm-hmm. and you know, many of us are resilient. We, yeah. we need to own that. Yeah, we need to yeah. own that. We do. And, you know, we have to be in this life. Honestly, mm-hmm. it takes so much resilience just to get through a lot of days and let yeah. alone major struggles. It's, it's yeah. something that we have to really hone in and recognize is in us and yeah. that we are capable of, you know, this whole concept of not giving up is, is heavy and that the fact that we are still here even after struggles yes. proves that we can continue moving forward with God. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I, I, I believe sometimes I ask the Lord, you know, I don't know, maybe you have too, Lord, gosh, I come out of one thing and it looks like I go into another, yeah, you know, my that. life, <laughs> it, I, I'm, I'm sure, yeah. you know, if we could see our audience and I ask, you know, raise your hand if you ever right. felt that Everybody way, many would of them would, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, looking at that, even from before or when I was born, um, hearing the stories of what happened um, even back then and saying, wow, Lord, even from the day I came into this world, it's been like a battle. But I I believe that I needed to start to look at that differently so that I wouldn't have those um, woe is me moments, right? Right, right. And and start to look at it. And I kind of said, well, Lord, 
you know, there must be something that you've got invested in me. Um, there, there must be something that you have for me to do this, that you have entrusted me with mm -hmm. these struggles, with these difficult processes, right? To be able to write books, right. to be able to get on a podcast, you know, and, and share, you know, yes, mm -hmm. I forgot, you know, and I've got pep talk and real talk pop podcast, right? unapologetically right. purple. Yes. I forgot those, right? And we can definitely put a link to those at, at the end yes. of this. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. But that's the thing that I want to share exactly what you're doing now, right? So even though you've had those moments in your life where you've gone through the brokenness, you've gone right. through the valley of the shadow of death, right? Yes, of, you know, or through the waters, Isaiah right. 43. Right. And, and to be able to say, God, I I still partner with you. I don't want any moment of my suffering to be lost. Any mm -hmm. moment to just say, oh, well, that was embarrassing. Oh, well, no, to be able to say there's someone else out there who is feeling embarrassed and ashamed, yeah. feeling full of sin, right? I wasn't always right. saved. As a matter of fact, I was totally the opposite. I was one of the people who was like, don't even read your Bible around me. Like, don't name that name Jesus. Don't do that when you're in my right. company. I was right? always afraid to walk into the church thinking that, you know, for sure the building would crumble. <laughs> yeah, the building will crumble. Listen, my thing was, I was like, no, no, I'm going to cut albums. You know, you, I can date myself. I'm going to sing in the club and cut albums. That's what I wanted to do back right. then. And, and write my songs and, and, you know, just go get a Grammy or whatever with these songs that were, <laughs> that were not glorifying God really at all. Right. They were tear jerkers. But... <laughs> You know, to find out that that God can turn all of that around. Mm -hmm. And he says that he says that um, all things work together for good. Right. That's to right. them who love God and them who mm -hmm. called according to his purpose. And so it's an honor yes. uh, for me to be able to come on and to, to talk and to share right. and to help others. So, yes, right. don't give up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So you coined this term perfectly, imperfectly perfect. Mm -hmm. um, can you explain a little bit about what you mean by that? I know this is goes along with that butterfly wings chapter so much in that, yes. you know, from that caterpillar moment to the time where we have kind of broken free and become really who we were in Christ. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Imperfectly perfected. You yes. know, what's funny. Like I've, after I, I wrote the book, I started to see that pop up in different places and I was like, Oh, Okay. Well, that's okay, right? You know, right. We we are imperfectly perfected. Exactly. You know, sometimes when I think about how the Lord looks at us through his suffering, um, through the sacrifice of the cross, right? Um, so that we could be these new creatures. Mm -hmm. It helps us to kind of look at ourselves and say, you know, I may not be perfect. God is. I may not be perfect, but even in my imperfections. God I am worth still it. worth it. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. He would have, he would have died for the one. Yeah. yeah. For the one. Mm -hmm. I love to say the one is just mm -hmm. as important as the 1000. Exactly. It's exactly. just as important. And so he even in my imperfections. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, it's so true. Yeah. Even in our imperfections, God is pursuing us. Yes. And wanting to use us in it. Yeah, in the yeah, midst of it, yeah. which is the most powerful thing. I think so many yeah. people think I'm not qualified. Yeah, you know, I, I, who am I to just like Gideon? Who am I? God, do you know who I am? Yeah. Have you seen? I'm the least of my family, and yeah. and thinking about that as you know, 
God wouldn't call me. Well, yes. Have you looked at anything in the word? I mean, yeah. look at all the people he called. We were, oh, yeah. everybody wasn't perfect. There's everybody. not one perfect person. Yeah. And some of them so much more so than we normally live our life out today. And so yeah. it's, you know, we, we disqualify ourselves without realizing that it's God who qualifies. Yeah. 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 We need to take, take the weight off and the pressure off of ourselves. Right. You know, I think when I first got saved, I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to be able to do this, that, and that, and this, and, you know, mm-hmm. learn all of these songs. You know, I just had a whole <laughs> list of things that I wanted to do because I love to sing so much. So that was like at the forefront of my mind. I right. all the lyrics, all the songs. But, you know, the thing that I started to tell people, because there were people who I would be talking to would be like, oh no, you know, I got it. I have to get ready first before I can start to come to church and serve God. Yes, and I I've said, heard that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, 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 that's, that's not the case. That's you, you can't get ready. <laughs> you can't, you'll never be, if you're doing that, you'll ready. never be ready. Yeah. No, because if we could have gotten ourselves ready, then we would already be ready. Well, and he called us when we were yet sinners, right? you know, which shows his heart for us that he, you know, the reason sin is so horrible is because it separates us, not because God is judging us for it. It's because it separates us for him, from him. And and it's, it's detrimental to us. Yeah. So what he wants for us because of his great love for us is to be free from that. Exactly. You know, when we go to church, when we start seeking God, it's not because we're perfect and we're doing all the right things. It's because we recognize our need for him yeah we do we recognize our need and and once again that's that scripture in my weakness God's strength shall be made perfect that's right so in all those areas where we sometimes beat ourselves up and yes we we should repent when we make mistakes that's why he he gave us a a, an ability to repent Mm -hmm. um directly to him and so you know yes we should repent and yes we should strive um to be holy and, and, and righteous and acceptable before God. But that only comes through spending time with him, it's through reading his word. Exactly. It's the relationship, mm-hmm. through finding out what it actually means exactly. to be holy. Because we have yeah. our own ideas. We do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes God is like, mm, <laughs> that's not no, quite that's it, not it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, I'm going to beat myself up because I know you'll love me if I beat myself up. And God is like, like what are you doing? No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> that's not it. You know, that's not right. self or being self-righteous. Like those things are not pleasing to the father. Right. Um, right. He wants us to just lean, depend, lean mm-hmm. into his presence, lean into his love. Right. That's right. You know, that's huge because rest I came, mm-hmm. yeah, rest in him. I didn't mm-hmm. come to God through that way. I came because somebody in school was talking about the rapture and, you know, all kind of things coming out the sink when, when the rapture took place. And I was scared. <laughs> and I was afraid. I was like, oh my gosh, what can I do so that that doesn't happen to me? That's right. why I came. And so I served God at first from this, oh, I got to get everything right. Oh right. gosh, I don't want to go to hell. You know, kind of <laughs> like that. And didn't realize that scripture, yes, God so loved the Mm -hmm. world Mm -hmm. so I had to learn I had to be my mind to be reprogrammed before God if I can put it that way no so true yeah Mm -hmm. perfect yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. so you like to say celebrate your now on the way to your next can you tell everybody what you mean by that oh yeah I sure can and it's funny because when I say that people are like oh I love that you know (laughs) they they go put it up on their page right celebrate (laughs) your now it's it kind of um 
it segues into what we just talked about, right? Mm-hmm. Our now, sometimes we will look at our now and what does that look like to some people? It could look at, I'm not the like the weight that I want to be. I'm not, you know, as educated as I want to be. I'm not as right. rich as I want to be. And, and I speak to a lot of people who are entrepreneurs, right? I am too. Right. And so having that entrepreneurial mindset uh, or being in that capacity, there are days when you're looking at your business, oh. some of us, right? Oh, yeah. And we're looking at our bank account. And thinking, what am I doing? (laughs) What am I doing? It could be negative or even as a parent because our children go through different stages of growth and development. So one minute you're like, okay, I got this now. And you're rubbing your hands together. It's totally different. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then they go through another stage. Yes, <laughs> you know? know, and then you have to learn them in that capacity. Right. And being able to say in all of these places where I feel like I am imperfectly perfected, right, and I don't have it all together, that I can still be able to celebrate that that I am a daughter or a son of God. Exactly, Could and you be, have the victory now. Come on, you got the mm-hmm. victory now because He won the victory. It wasn't any, exactly. I have to exactly. make the victory come. No, right. I have to accept that I am already victorious right here, exactly. right now. Exactly. We accept Even when that it, it was a finished like work. It. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Work. Yes. And that's, yeah. and to celebrate. So I tell my clients often, sometimes I say, listen, um, I want you to, to get something in your hand. So I will say, go and get a party favor. Um, and I love it when I have a, a coaching call, call with them and they're like, look, boom, boom, boom. you know, this is what I did. I accomplished that. And right. sometimes it's a small step. Well, we have to celebrate the baby steps. That's how we get anywhere. And if we don't, you know, we're such a, our our brains are hardwired for reward. Yeah. And we've done that from the time that we're kids. We do that with our kids. We reward them for good behavior. We punish for bad behavior. So our brains, if they're not getting rewarded, they don't want to work towards it anymore. You know, celebrating those little things, there's. It's so big. Yeah. It's so big. It's humongous. It's humongous. And so that's why I tell people do that. I have another um, chapter called Between Here and There. Mm-hmm. Right. And and also celebrate your snapback. And so right. I, I know that there are times when and, and snapback, you snap know, it's not, not exercise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, snap activity, right? And that's just having the ability with the help of God to snap right. back from all of those different moments of grief, mourning, exactly. breakups, whatever it is, loss, mm-hmm. financial deficit, and being able to say, you know, God. I, I'm going to come back like, Lord, give me the ability to continuously snap back and then to celebrate that right, right. where you are so that it won't be one of those things. I think sometimes um, one of the areas where we need to kind of, you know, move up in is not waiting. There's a song called Don't Wait Till the Battle is Over Shout Now, right? Right. And right. not waiting until that battle is over, not yeah. waiting until we even see the victory, because exactly. that's what faith is all about. It's the the substance of things hoped for, right? Yes. We, the evidence of things not seen. Mm-hmm. And so we're hoping that we're going to come through it. We're hoping that we're going to be, you know, million dollar business owners, not just for ourselves, but be able to bless our family and exactly. others. Exactly, to help others. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're hoping that our broken heart is going to be healed. We're hoping that we will love again. We're not shutting it off and saying, I'll never love again because right. one or two or three people hurt me. No, right. God is bigger than that. Exactly. And so being able to, to hope and, and to, um, 
to celebrate even our now and to love ourselves. I wanted mm-hmm. to go back to that because yeah. we really can't love our neighbor. If we don't love ourselves. If we yeah. don't, we can love our neighbor as ourselves, but that might not be the best thing. Exactly. Right. Right. Because <laughs> if we're not happy with best. ourselves. Yeah. It's kind of. Yeah. Hard. Like, oh yeah. You know, no, we, we've got to love ourselves and take yeah. intentional moments to yeah. say, sometimes this is what I do. If I'm at work and I'm starting to feel like a little bit like, oh my gosh, you know, I got to get all this stuff done. Um, even while we're, we're on this, but like, you know, I edit books also. And so I just got a notification like, hey, <laughs> right. Cause I have to get these books um, back to the, the um, ladies, the authors so that we can like keep it going. But, you know, being able to stop sometimes being a parent, right. Working from mm-hmm. home and all these things mm-hmm. and saying, you know what, let me take five minutes. Let me tell you all five minutes of you sitting quietly, not doing anything and just saying, Father, I'm just going to sit here quietly. I'm not going to think about what is and what's not. Right. I'm just going to close my eyes and be a daughter and right. to the men and say, I'm just going to be a son. Right. We don't tell a baby, you know, you got to do this. Come on. Right. We don't do that. Right. We might sometimes sit in like, their presence, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we usually <laughs> hold them and we do for them. Well, Comfort. I know that God's sometimes doing. God is like, let yeah. me do for you. Right, right. Let That's me so be true. your God. Mm-hmm. Let me be your father. Be still and know that I am God. Come yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. I think that's so important. And and especially in today's society, something that really just doesn't happen very often. So no. to be able to consciously make an effort to do that is so important. Because yeah. first of all, if you're never quiet enough to hear from God, yeah. it's going to be really confusing when he is speaking to you because you're so distracted yeah. with everything else. Yeah. If you can just sit in his presence and be with him because he wants to be your comfort. He wants to be your father. He wants you to come to him and rest. Yes. Yeah. And when we just keep going and, and don't celebrate our things and don't stop and don't slow down, we're not hearing from him. He's talking to us all the time. Yeah. But we shut out his voice so easy. Very true. And you're right. What you said about the society. So we do live in a, a performance approved yes. society. Mm-hmm. Um, we live in a society that has so many filters that sometimes you may look at your phone and say, gosh, which one do I really look like? Wait, is this the one? <laughs> I'm serious, right? Or, you know, the demand of people, um, you know, to want people to show up a certain way all the time. Right. And that's just not life. It's not real life. And what it's doing is it's causing this type of intolerance for humanity and humanness, right? Well, it's causing an unrealistic view on yourself. You know, you can't ever measure up to what everybody says it's supposed to look like. It doesn't happen. We no, it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. And, and, and that causes um, a lot of sadness, depression, right. And anxiety and in comparison people. and comparison. Yeah. And what's so the other dangerous. word? Yeah. yeah. You know, imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. God never oh, created yeah. us to be imposters in the first place. Right. That's not his will. Exactly. You know, it's like, this is your life. And this is their life. If God ever wanted us all to be the same, he's so magnificent and infinite in his wisdom right. and sovereignty. He would have said, I'm going to get a cookie. I'm just going to speak um, the from the cutter, place right? of being a cookie cutter. And <laughs> everybody's the same. And yeah. everybody won't. But he didn't do that because he wanted us to know that it was okay for us to be diverse, for us to well, be and different. And he wanted us to be individual because he loves yeah. us individually in and of who he made us to be. And there's yeah. a reason that we are 
the specific way that we are. There's a reason yeah, God made yeah. us that way. And that's where the, yeah. where the strength resting in him is. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so that happens that um, there are young people out there, right? And and not just young, people of all ages who regretfully the enemy himself has um, come to them and said, this is what is not good about you. This is right. your feature, mm-hmm. you know, your wh- whatever it is. And so we have to kind of um, get to the point where we refute, where we don't receive those lies and say, exactly. you know what, uh, this is how God made me. If you have anything to say, go talk to him about it. <laughs> well, and really true. We got to, we have to recognize where that's coming from. That's mm-hmm. the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. I think people think, oh, that's my thought, but no, no. 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 If you're a child of God, that's, you know, sometimes our flesh can come back and the whole renewing of our mind is where that takes place. But honestly, most of those things that get put into our head just all of a sudden, that's not us. You know, we have to realize that if we're just doing something, not even thinking about that, and Mm -hmm. then a thought pops up like, oh, you're so ugly or oh, you're not good enough, you're stupid or any of that. You have to know that is not you and it's no. definitely not the Lord. It's and not. you need to rebuke that thought. Get that out of there. Yeah. Say something yeah. contrary to it. Yeah, you know, you, you I am a daughter to. of the king. I am a yeah. perfect in him. In him. Yeah. You know, I just it really, we have to combat that because that's the biggest thing yeah. I think that takes us out. We, we yeah. entertain those thoughts. We do, because, and we yeah. yeah, yeah, we do, and that's that's why um, there is a scripture that says the weapons of our warfare are not yeah. carnal but mighty yes. through God to I the pull down. I live my ministry by that. <laughs> it's true, right? Yes, mm-hmm. and those thoughts that exalt themselves against the the knowledge of God knowledge and those God. fiery darts that try right. to keep us from progressing and right. being who we're actually called to be, and that's a yeah. that's a battle. It's a battle sometimes, but it is. We have to realize that you know um, what is it that I love that scripture it says that God is our real reward you know he's he's got all areas covered mm-hmm. um, but he's also back there as that shield in the back and the front um, and and sometimes there are some battles where God is like no I don't want you to even fight that <laughs> that's right. not your battle don't even fight that don't even think that and and to be wise to to realize you know that's not my why, why am I thinking that like you just said and to say oh this thought didn't even come from me and then don't entertain it right mm-hmm. don't entertain it to release it and let it go and and yeah. 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 And come out of isolation. Right. When we feel right. that way to know, I, I tell my clients this too, and, and friends and family, like give people permission to show up for you. One of the things that happens a lot is a person will say, oh no, I'm not going to call them because everybody's busy and they have their own thing going on. Right. Mm-hmm. There yeah. are times when you need to have the community. You need to be able to know that you are not all by yourselves. The, the yeah. Bible says in the and you're not the burden. Yeah. You're not the burden mm-hmm. in the multitude mm-hmm. of counsel, their safety. Exactly. So what do we do? How do, what does that look like? I tell people, give, give people permission, right? Don't assume, go and say something like, Hey, you know, I'm going through a difficult moment at this time. You can text them or you can call them mm-hmm. and say, I really just need someone to listen. Can you right. do that? Do you have time? Right. Let them say yes or let them say no. And if they say no, that don't we don't take it own the no. We don't take yeah. it personally yeah. because we don't know what that person is. Exactly. We have no idea what's happening in their life. Yeah, exactly. And then you yeah. just try again. 
until mm-hmm. you get that person and you pray about it too, because everyone can't handle your experience. Right. Um, exactly. There are some people who regretfully, the enemy will try to use them to turn it around and to flip mm-hmm. it around, but you, you try not to focus that, that hurts, right? That's it does. Oh, it does. Yeah. Yeah, but that's not for us to own either. There are people out there who will listen, even if you have to go to a complete stranger, a therapist, because you're concerned you're going to hear it again. But there should be someone um, as a brother and sister in the mm-hmm. Lord who loves mm-hmm. you. And mm-hmm. it may be someone like, like, you know, you and I, we have never met in person. Right. But yet we're friends, right? Yeah. And we build I've each met, other up all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, I've made some of the best friends, you know, within the past year. And they are not people who who I I know from years ago. Right. You know, there are a few that I've known from years ago that I can say, hey, you know, I, mm-hmm. I they're they're fine. I'm there for them. They're there for me. And right. that's okay, because Jesus had a few. Yeah. But he had someone, he did have someone. And when he, when they fell asleep during his most difficult moment, he knew he had the father to go to. Exactly. So we have to always we remember Always that. have that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. 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 Yeah. Wow. So powerful. Such a blessing. Is there anything else that you want to share before we close up today? I know that, oh, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the shadow pandemic and what's happening since COVID and everything with the abuse cases and things, because I know this is something that you that you also work with as well. Yeah, I'm glad you asked that question. It was so interesting. And I I should have done it a few nights ago. Um, There I was about 1230 in the morning with the dress I had on um, from work that day you know, sitting on the bed. And I was thinking about saying to people, um, the reason why you're frustrated is not what you think. And so don't use that frustration in the way you normally would. And so what I mean by that is there are times, even with parents, when we become frustrated with our children, right? Husbands become frustrated with their wives, wives with their husbands. Um, Sometimes that frustration is stemming from a different area. There's something inside of us that, you know, especially with people losing their finances. Right. And all of a sudden, it's almost like, the finances, the loss of finances and not being able to to own up at that time to where they feel like, am I going to be able to take care of my family? You know, maybe the child is asking, mommy, I just want this. I just want that. And, and the parent may feel like, my gosh, you know, I'm trying as hard as I can, but the child's brain is not developed enough to really understand that it's a a tough Mm -hmm. season, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's up to us sometimes, even with, with the dads, even with the husbands and wives, to pull back in that moment and say, why am I really angry? Exactly. It's not It's not really because they're angry with their wife. It's not yeah. really because she's angry with her husband. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's something else. Now, sometimes there's it is, and that line. person needs to go and get some therapy yeah, because right. maybe they equated um, love or when I'm angry, it's okay for me. Or maybe it's a generational thing because mm-hmm. no one was the bloodline breaker in that family that destroyed those generational curses to say, maybe this is not how we're supposed to do it. Maybe spare the rod, spoil the child doesn't mean as I was taught right. in church that right. I'm supposed to get us a, a switch or I'm supposed to spank my child or get angry or whatever. Maybe it means the rod that the shepherd used so that the, the, the sheep wouldn't walk off the 
the cliff because mm-hmm. they didn't know better. It means to dis- you know, pull them back around to, right. to give them guidance. Yeah. And so what I want to say with that is, um, you know, I went and I did um, a DV 101 um, course and it was amazing to me because a lot of the people um, believe that the people who were receiving the domestic violence, there were a couple of things like, oh, she should have left already. That's stupid. Why should, didn't she leave? Or, oh, you know, it's, it's, it's someone who's ignorant. It was usually women who were um, in the three-piece suits and the heels at the time, right? right. Mm-hmm. Um, usually people who were in leadership positions who felt that they really couldn't share, they were afraid to share, or it was people who didn't have um, the funds because maybe there was a control thing there where they couldn't right. really work or whatever. And so this has to stop. Um, mm-hmm. We do need to talk about it more. Not not so much for the point of finger pointing, which, which exactly. is what it can become. Right. But to be able to use the platforms to say, listen, if you're struggling in that area, reach out. Right. Don't hide and Mm -hmm. say, you know, yeah, you know, I did that to my find someone who is going to listen. There's a a, a company called Connect NYC that's in New York City. um, And that is what they do. They they have sessions with men to to get them to change their mindset, because some of those men actually believe that they're supposed to be their wife and some cultures. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. There are some cultures that say, no, she is your property. Well, no, that's not the case. In the word of God, she was created to be a helpmate, to be a blessing to him. Mm -hmm. But society has, has... it twisted it. Yeah. Twisted it. And the enemy mm-hmm. never wants marriages to succeed in the first place. Yeah. And so he, you know, he's all for divorce. And so because people sometimes, you know, they have to try to find a way. Sometimes you you can't, but the abuse, the abusive part um, kind of has to, that has to end. There, there's nothing that's a blessing. So finding out, wow, why am I so angry? And then maybe even sitting and writing it down and asking those questions and mm-hmm. then saying, you know, what can I do to change this and not just accept it, right. not just accept it. And so, right. yes, you know, we, yeah. we definitely need to create more forums and more help. You know, I feel like the people in leadership positions, I know that a lot of um, churches were closed. That's the other thing. So people are home right. and yeah. it's like, oh man, yeah. I wish my husband would just go to work. And, <laughs> you know, uh, oh, my child, they just every five minutes, uh, you know, but be proactive. Right. If you right. weren't proactive yesterday and, and then repenting, I think, um, this is the other thing, you know, repentance is, is a wonderful, powerful um, tool that the Lord gave us. Right. And so when we as parents, you know, back in my day, I don't, I don't know if um, parents really apologize to their children, but being able to go to our children and say, listen, mommy's just tired right now. Right. I'm so sorry. Exactly. You know, exactly. I need five minutes. Now, if it's a baby, it's different. But, you know, when they go to sleep, try to rest as well. I know the right. thousand things that need to be done, but right. opening up and saying, mommy's trying, I'm so sorry that I was so angry. And then going before God, this is the husband's too, going mm-hmm. before God, especially if you say you're a believer, exactly. right? It's no shame here, but how do we fix it? Right. So hard conversations need to happen and saying, no, I am a believer. You know, I do love God, but this thing keeps popping up and There's saying, Lord, mm-hmm. Lord, help me. I want to really change this. I want to cast out the spirit of rage. Right. I want to get rid of accusations or 
finger pointing or right. all of these things and then apologizing to one another and finding what to do because we weren't born knowing what to do. Exactly. Sometimes we've got to be in those forums, in those spaces where we see a, a couple, you know, that that is truthfully doing okay that says oh you know you can go to them and not feel like oh gosh i'm gonna get in trouble for this but because you really want to get help right. and then those who are in the sound of my voice who know what to do or maybe they've experienced maybe you've experienced it and say you know write a book people right. are looking what do I, how how i didn't mm -hmm. knock my husband you know write something. <laughs> don't be embarrassed create right. a forum and right. see how many people are actually going to come running just because you had the um i love to say chutzpah you know april you laugh right i know that, you love right? that word <laughs> got the audacity and the boldness exactly. and the courage mm -hmm. to come out and say you know what this is what i did but this is I, I wanted to change and God helped me to change yes. that. Yes. We're doing better. My marriage is doing better. I'm doing better as a parent. Who's that lady? Do you know who that lady is? She, I, I, I scrolled and I saw her. She's pretty, she's got like a bunch of followers. She tells a story um, how she, something with her child. Um, she was downstairs and she was just really upset and angry. And he was at the top of the step, foot of the steps. And she was like, go in your room. Like, I don't know who she is. Oh, I don't know. Oh my gosh, I have to find her. But when I clicked on her page, you know, she said she went up those stairs so fast and she grabbed him and she held him up, you know, because she was so mad. She right. was frustrated with what was happening in her life. And she was like, something inside of her was like, do this to your child. And she stopped and she looked at his eyes and she saw fear. I don't know who she is, but I have to find it. Wow. Right? And how Powerful. many parents actually feel that way, but don't feel like they have a platform to express it. Well, and whatever yeah. we hide... Yes. Exactly. Whatever, Whatever we hide, hide gets worse. Yeah. And it has the mm -hmm. ability to keep raining in our exactly, lives. Exactly. Exactly. We, we don't hide these things. We, we come because out. of that. Yeah. And, you know, I think what happens is we have this stigma yes. with the person that's been abused and the abuser mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. it's that, you know, first of all, the person that's been abused typically is staying in the situation for reasons that you have no idea. I mean, yeah, there, when you have physical abuse, you also have yeah. emotional abuse. Abuse. you oh yeah you feel like you're the problem you're oh, the yeah. reason you know and things oh, yeah. like that and then the abuser it's like that loss of control and shame and guilt and when you feel guilt yeah. and shame you typically take it out more on the people yeah. that you love yeah and yeah. so it's this cycle cycle that people can't seem to get out of and people yeah. are so worried to even talk about it that they yeah. don't fix it because they're afraid of what people would say or how they yeah. might look if they see yeah. something yeah and the most important thing is to stand up and own it yeah yeah um, think about that though so when we think about even how the lord has called us right in this earth um to be a city that is set upon a hill that cannot be hid to right. be the light that shines in darkness i think about isaiah 61 you know that says he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted right right to bind up their you know to bind up their their fetter whatever mm -hmm. break them out of the chains and so when we don't allow opportunities for people to be able to come um, in a non-judgmental space right. where they can be vulnerable so that they can be victorious. Being yeah. vulnerable sometimes if we are open with our struggles, with what it is that we have gone through, with the very thing that keeps us up at night, the right. areas where we feel so imperfect. When we open up and we say, you know what? 
I don't need to be ashamed about this anymore because there is a space that is created for people to be able to talk about it, for men to be talk, you know, right. to be able. And, and the one thing that I love um, in connect, it was just like they said to these men, you know, yeah, it's OK for me to beat my wife or whatever. You know, they really didn't get it. So they had to walk them through it. And right. they said to them, OK, yeah, when I'm angry, because well, why? Well, because I'm angry. OK, well, what about when you go to work? Right. Is and, it okay you, and your boss makes you angry. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So so they wouldn't do that. So it's because they feel like they have this power over right. this woman and she's she's the one that they can take it out on. And it's not healthy. There's well, the people that we it. love. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And the people that we love take the brunt of our, of oh, our yeah. troubles, you know, because oh, we yeah. are in a safe zone with them. We know yeah. that they they love us. And if they it's love true. us, it's we true. can act out in a way that we wouldn't otherwise accordingly into whatever situation we're in and so I think that's yeah. that's also a pretty big part of it which is horrible to be the person that yeah. you know you know that they love you and the person that loved you is the yeah. one that's hurting you you know that yeah. that's a pretty yeah. painful situation to be in so it is yeah it is. I think it's so it important to have a space both for the people that have been abused the people yes. that are abusing but also for people that maybe are the outside looking in to create a safe space yeah. so that because we can't begin to heal until we can start to deal with it exactly and knowing that what is it that I want to say like the people who the ones might come to sometimes won't come because of how they they may give like a little piece, right? right. They, they don't put the whole thing out there. Yeah. And they do it because they're like, well, let me just put my toe in the water and see right. how cold, how frigid it's going yeah, to be, exactly. you know? And, right. and so sometimes um, the narcissism, right? Which is another thing, uh -huh. the gaslighting, uh -huh. that's another thing. Right. Um, the flying monkeys, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't, I, I learned these terms. So the flying monkeys were the people who maybe knew what the situation was, but who took sides and really victimized the victim even yeah. more, right. right? Instead of saying, wait, there's two sides to every story. Exactly. And even if what what I'm seeing with him because he's standing before me showing that everything he's the best thing ever but yet she looks like she's disgruntled it must be her why she's so oh why is she like that right she always looks like she has an attitude character. right mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. so we can't assume that exactly. the reason why she has that attitude is because she's a bad person well, we can't assume assumptions that. are extremely dangerous very an assumption very. is just based on your idea of what's your situation that you're facing and what you're mm -hmm. looking at from the outside and it's yeah. so dangerous because it's destructive. Yes. You have to be clear on what you know and don't, and stop making all these assumptions or guesses right. as to what else some other, you know, other people are thinking. And, right. Right. So, and then owning uh, that. Exactly. Why are we making assumptions? Exactly. We need to really think about like reflect journal. Why do I feel what is it could be a transference. Maybe exactly. that person is reminding um, you of something in you. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Or in their fit or something they went right? through as a child. They exactly. saw abuse. And so they don't want to deal with it. So sometimes instead of dealing with it, it's that that wall that goes up like, oh, right. no, 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 no. I don't right. want to hear but but it's it's one of those things where we again can communicate. Communication is a powerful so tool. Important. Come yes. on and be able to so say, important. you know what? I I would love. I, I'm so sorry, but this is hard for me. I want to be able to help, but I know that I'm not going to be able to be the best person to give this information or to be able to help you. But, but honestly, that you're there for them. 
I mean, I'm there for you. You know, because the, mm-hmm. the, the word says that we aren't supposed to forsake the assembling of ourselves, that we're supposed to be breaking yeah. bread together and being yeah. together, we're doing life together. Yeah. And if we're, yeah. you know, if we're so afraid to actually share our life with other people because it's got junk in it. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're, we're, we're forsaking what the scripture says and we're yeah. not creating a space of healing that God yeah. wants us to Yeah. And I'd love to say this, like, you know, to everyone who has tried, right. I am so sorry that you've even tried and I know I didn't do it, but sometimes it helps. It's, it's, it's powerful, you know, when when you hear a pastor, right, stand up before the, the women or before the or whatever it is, or a parent stand up before other children or whatever and say, listen, I know I didn't do this to you, but I just want you to know I am so sorry that you had to experience that. Right. I am the so sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes that's just what and, and to see I've done that with, um, you know, people who maybe had didn't have a good relationship with their mom or with their dad right and to be able to stand because I was the age of that mom Mm -hmm. to stand before that Mm grown-up and to be able to say I am so sorry that you know your mom and it doesn't mean that she didn't love you but I'm sorry that she treated you that way because maybe that was the only thing that she knew how to do right right and there is such a, a I want to say, breakthrough that starts to happen for that person. Mm-hmm. And so I am, you know, to, for anyone who needs to hear sorry. No, I didn't do it to you personally. But for every time that someone has taken your story um, and thrown it out there mm-hmm. like breadcrumbs for the crows to grab, right? right. Or thrown it out there um, to humiliate you even further because they couldn't handle your story and made you feel like you could never tell, which is not true. Exactly. I am so sorry you ever experienced that. Yeah. But I really want you to get up and try again. I don't want you to give up. Don't give up in trying to share and trying to get out and trying to break free. And sometimes, yes, you know, until healing happens for the abuser, you may need to go to Mm -hmm. another safe space so that you don't lose your life because your life is important to God. Mm -hmm. Do not think it's okay for me to be abused, you know, because God hates me. That's why I'm being abused because I suck as a person. No, No, that is not true. That's not God. God. That's not God. That's not God. And so sometimes that has to happen. And sometimes the abuser has to be mature enough to stop and say, you know, what I'm doing is not right. I need help and get help. There's nothing wrong. That's not weak. The weakness is be- isn't beating it's up to the continue wine. in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the weakness. Mm-hmm. That's the weakness as a parent. Right. Yeah. We do get upset sometimes. Right. At some things. The weakness in uh, is to be able to say, you know, I'm just going to keep doing this and not to learn from it and right. say, you know, why am I so angry? And then to look at that and say, you know what? This is not how I want to be. I don't want to keep this this. um this rhythm, you know, or this line going through our generation. So that next, it goes into my child. I want to break this and then talk to my child and say, listen, you know, as your mom, or if you're a dad, as your dad, I, this is all I knew. I was beat. I was beat up. Right. And so I didn't learn how to handle my anger. I knew I could be angry, but the Bible said to sin not. And so I overdid it. And I am so sorry. And let that child know how much we love and how much we care for them because kids are forgiving. Honestly, Mm -hmm. they are. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's better to go to them and to apologize and then to get help. 
Yeah. And then to get help. And don't and be do ashamed. About it. Yeah, yeah. Don't be ashamed. And honestly, God wants to help you in this. Yes. Cry out to God. You know, That's if, right. if you start to get angry, if you start to feel a certain way, yeah. say, Father, Father, or just like Peter did, yeah. Lord, save me. Lord, yeah. save me. Yeah, yeah. One of my most powerful prayers uh, many years ago, you know, I was, um, you know, just going through some uh, stuff. Uh, I don't know what it was. Friends are, are in a relationship that was really just yuck or whatever. And I, I would go up in the prayer room. I would pray up there for hours. And I thank God for those hours of just being in prayer, because I believe that those prayers way back then were the prayers that helped me mm -hmm. um, to even come this far. But there were times when I didn't have the words to say. I was so broken um, at that time and I couldn't find a word to pray. Right. And the only thing I could get out, April, at that time was help. Right. That's it. I, that's I've it. been there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all I could do, I was like, help, yeah. help God, you know, help Lord, help me. Those, the two most powerful words, two most help powerful me. prayers. Mm -hmm. And he did. Yeah. You know, Always. I didn't have to yeah. come at a certain time or a certain position or, you know, or say it a certain place. way. Or, I didn't yeah. have to. All mm -hmm. I had to do was say help and cry oh, out Lord. earnestly yeah. before God. Yeah. Right. 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 So powerful. Well, thank you so much for being on. I, it's such a blessing to have you. You're such an amazing woman. I, I, I love that we get to share together and, communicate together and have this friendship that we have and um is there anything else you wanted to share with everybody or uh i know that you have faithworksempower.com and that we want to send people there if they're interested in looking at anything um any other resources or anything that you're oh. that are on your heart Absolutely. Absolutely. So you're right. From Butterfly Wings, the, the curriculum, mm -hmm. uh, Butterfly Wings, uh, Becoming Resilient Through Transformation was created. And so I have that. Um, at, and we'll we'll give the links. It's solo.to um, slash faithy span. I want to say this too. So on the book, I know some people are going to be like, wait, the, the it says you did a span. Well, that's that's me. Um, that was my butterfly, caterpillar to butterfly story of, you know, going through so much that it was just, I felt that the Lord was saying, listen, you are going to be walking by faith um, and then experiencing some things that I actually made that change, you know, of right. my name at the time. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, that is me. I am the author of the book, but the curriculum is there. It is there to help you to do exactly what I was talking about, to stop, to reflect, to journal. I have a prayer on there that I actually say with you and decrees and declarations, because you've got to say the opposite right. of, of the struggle of you where do. you think you are. Mm -hmm. The other thing is that um, coaching with friends is starting this week on Thursday night. And so um, if you're out there, yes, it is just for women. Okay. So if there are some men out there, <laughs> Um, you know, I do put up uh, different things for the men as well, where they can go, because sometimes women just need to be in the company of women at that time. Right, but right. I am sure there will come a time where I'll put some other things out there. So I do coach um, individuals, but the group is also there for women who have been um, kind of by themselves, you know, in that isolation, and they just need to be seen, heard and valued. Right. Um, and so that link um, also um I'll be putting that up on the website, which is faithworksempowered.com very soon. Um, but you can also email if for some reason you're like, I want to be in the group. Um, <laughs> hello at faithworks. Uh, um, 
what is it at faithworksempower.com I'm sorry mm-hmm. all these different links I'm going <laughs> right. that one's this and that one's that let me see yes hello at faithworksempowered.com you can definitely um, email me there and then the link will be there just to go ahead and invest in yourself right. invest in right. yourself do not so stay important. stuck yeah. you are important um, and so right. do something special for yourself right well would you like to close us out in prayer Oh, absolutely. Thank right. you so much. And thank you once again, um, April, for having me on no, your podcast. No, you're such a blessing. Thank you so oh, much for you joining are us. Too. You are too. Father, thank you so much for this opportunity. Lord, thank you for these platforms. Thank you for the ability to come and to speak to your precious ones, oh God. Thank you, Lord God, that even in our weakness, that your strength is being made perfect. It's being made perfect in us. And there's there's nothing that we faced that you have said that it's too big, it's it's too much, that that we can't handle it with you. Any and everything that we've gone through, we can handle with you because you are our father in heaven. And you see us, God, and you see the people within the sound of my voice, God, I am praying that they will never settle for less than what you have created them to be. I pray that all of the um, low thoughts, oh God, the limiting beliefs, oh God, the defeatist attitudes, Lord, will even be broken off of them through this podcast, Mm -hmm. that they will know that they can rise up from the ashes of suffering, because you give beauty for ashes. And so Lord, no matter what the tragedy, the trauma, the situation that they have gone through, nothing is greater than our sovereign God. We ask and we pray even for those who have gone through domestic violence, the abuser, and also the one who has been abused. Father, we are praying that you will come through like a wrecking ball, Lord, where there is dissension in the families and you will wreck the division and you will wreck the areas oh God where there is hatred and strife God that you will wreck these things Lord in the lives of your sons and daughters that you will wreck the past abuse that has been in their body the trauma that has been in their cells that you Lord God will come through and give your healing balm even Mm -hmm. for the children even for the parents I pray for grace and mercy grace and mercy strength for the parents strength lord god when they feel like they're weak i pray for lord extended wisdom unto them and even that they will learn and know that they don't have to be children, Lord God, that they will repent for when they have, Lord God. Lord, we've all been there, but we ask your forgiveness and realize that we have the power to guide them. And because there are kids, they are not going to listen the first, the second, the third, the fourth, fifth, sixth, whatever it is, Lord, because even as your children, we don't listen all the time. So help us, Lord God, to look and equate that, but to say, Lord, that we want to have love and great abundance in our families, in our homes, that the institution of marriage, oh God, will be lifted up from a state of brokenness, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And those that are single, Lord God, will be focused, all of us, our focus and our gaze will be on you and that we will, Lord God, step on everything, every area where the enemy has tried to have a foothold because Mm -hmm. you have given us power. And so I pray, Lord, I want to do a prayer, Lord, for those that may not know you, the way 
way that we may know you at this time because we didn't before. And so those of you who may not know the Lord right now, we want to use this platform also to give you the opportunity yes. um, just to turn your lives over to God. He knows what to do with your life. He created you for his glory because he loves you. He loves you people. He yes. loves you. Yes. And so never ever believe that you're too far gone. And if mm-hmm. everybody, if we can just repeat, if you can repeat after me and just say, you know, Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me for everything I've done that was, yes, that was not pleasing to you. Yes. I ask you to come into my heart. I ask you to come into my mind. I won't hold anything back from you. Lord, forgive me for doubting you. Forgive me for walking in fear because that is not what you have called me to. Mm-hmm. I accept your love. I accept your peace. I accept the sacrifice that you made on Calvary. And I accept that I have a new beginning in you. Yes. This day. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In Jesus' Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Now let's just clap hands and give God glory. (laughs) Praise the Lord. All right. Yes, Lord. Well, thank you so much again. And we will put all the links in the description below. If you have any questions or you need any further assistance, you can email me at support at calledtobefreeacademy.com or faith at hello at faithworksempower.com. And thank you so much for joining us.